Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Rachel Jimenez. Rachel, you and I got connected at FinCon, which is one of my favorite events. And FinCon, if you don't know, to our friend who's listening to our conversation, is it's a conference for money nerds. And that's my background is uh, I love, like, I, you know, I savings angel for me, Rachel, is, you know, just all about getting a great deal, getting a hookup, like how to you know, how to make the best outcome if I'm going to be spending money, maybe how I can spend less, maybe how I can get more for my dollars. Um, And so, um, Rachel, you and I got to chatting and I said, oh my gosh, you have brilliant ideas as well. I'm like, let's do an episode. And because I want to talk to, you know, kind of our business owner, business leader audience and provide some great ideas, um, particularly for our friends who you know, again, if they're in business leadership or they're founder CEO, sometimes, Rachel, we find ourselves in the unenviable position where we're the last to get paid. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means, you know, you have a really good month and you make a lot of money and some months there's no money. And I've had that. And that that just happens. It's kind of, kind of goes with the territory sometimes, particularly at those earlier stages. So Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm happy to be here. What do you do as the Money Hacking Mama? So Money Hacking Mama, I have a blog that teaches people how to do money hacks. But what I've learned in my journey, I studied positive psychology in grad school. Um, If anybody's heard of the concept of flow and Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi, he was one of my college professors. Um, So what I've learned in my life's journey is that a lot of the things that we need to make money, the foundational thing is about mindset. So you were talking a lot about, you know, sometimes we're the last to get paid and things like that. It's having that grit and having a strong mental attitude when you're a business owner is so important. And I think that's the foundation to so much of success is just being able to stick with things and not giving up. A lot of people have fear of failure. When things get bad, they have that bad month. They're like, oh, it's so much easier if I just get a regular job. And they could have been so close to striking it rich or getting that gold. And so what I what I now share in addition to money hacks is some of those foundational hacks and productivity hacks, mindset hacks that people can leverage to increase their wealth and stick with things when things get hard. Yeah, it's really interesting. And I think that if you were to talk to a very experienced business owner, okay, um, I'll share my insight. So I've been doing this for about 20 some years. Uh, and I have I have had so many bad months. I've had months where I haven't had money for my mortgage, for my rent, for my payments. Like, um, and and when I felt out of the flow, right, it it 
it felt like, yeah, this really, really sucks. And I think experience has taught me that it's, it is part of the process is part of the journey. And I, I'd love your take on this. Um, so let's say that there's someone listening to us and, and they say, oh my gosh, Rachel, I'm in it right now where I'm like, I'm getting so many obstacles and um, it's, it's easy to get demoralized when that happens and to feel we're out of flow. How do we get back into it? Great question. I'm so glad you like you asked this. So Barbara Fredrickson is a psychologist and she came up with the broaden and build theory. So you can Google it, look it up. But basically it talks about how when we have, we're more creative and we have, can think better when we are doing things that we love, when we're having positive emotion basically in our life. And so a lot of times we get in this negative cycle when there's a bad month, then we have these negative thoughts that lead to negative emotions that lead to maybe us not taking action because we're demoralized. And then we go down this negative cycle where Barbara Fredrickson talks about an upward cycle. And so to answer your question succinctly, you got to get something to get yourself into that positive emotion groove. So it can be as simple as watch it, listening or watching a comedy show. Um, it can be going out to dinner. Maybe if you want to keep the budget on par because you're not bringing in money, you can have a nice dinner at home or something like that. You can watch an inspirational video. It can be as simple as that. Do something that gets you into positive emotion, something that brings you joy. And then you're going to be more creative rather than being you know, stressed out and anxious. You can have these positive emotions, then start to brainstorm. And one, one hack that I learned from one of my college professors, um, Jeremy Hunter, he talked about resourcing. So when you're in this pit where you're talking about like everything you're, in your head, you're probably thinking everything is going wrong in my life. This is going wrong. This is going wrong. A grateful gratitude exercise is really important. So you can think about all the things that you're grateful for, even if it's just that the sun is shining or for this moment, you have a roof over your head. Even if you can't pay the mortgage this month right now, it's still there. So that's good. And then resourcing, what I love about this, you just write down all the resources that you have. So it can be your network, like, oh, well, I'm friends with Josh. Who does he know? Could I call him and see if maybe we can just brainstorm for a few minutes? Could it be your spouse, somebody that you went to high school with? When you start to get in that creative mode and you're talking about all the resources that you have, one resource will lead you to brainstorm another resource. And all of a sudden you'll have this list of hundreds potentially of things that you could do of like, oh, that's a lead I haven't followed up with in a few months. That's an opportunity that I could do. That's an idea that I have. And then your brain is on that positive spiral and it gets you out of that rut. Oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. It's, you know, when our back and, you know, and I don't want to, you know, so it, let's say we're in a situation where we feel like our backup, our back is against the wall. Um, you know, usually that's the time where, like you were just talking about, like that is usually where most of my creative thinking, because, you know, it, and, and when we think about like what creative thinking leads to oftentimes it's maybe evolutions and how we do, you know, how we can improve systems, you know, um, you know, how we can expand our networks, you know, when we're just like time, are good. And we're just kind of in the lazy river, just kind of floating downstream. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like, I don't see a lot of innovation typically in business when we're just kind of, again, just kind of in the, in the, in the floaty, just kind of going down the river. Um, we, we, it's easy to get, I don't want to say lazy, but it's certainly easy to get comfortable and to stop with that innovation where, you know, if we stop innovating and we stop reaching, we stop stretching. I don't know. I, I feel like we kind of stopped growing at that point. Yeah, I think it's a fine balance. I think if you're too stressed out, you get your body is going to go into stressed out mode and it's that fight or flight. 
sometimes that can be good because you know if you're if you go back to like in the olden days when we were cavemen you focus really carefully if there's a lion chasing you then you're like focused on my goal is to run away so if there is no money coming in you can laser focus on i i can't have 300 ideas i need to focus on one that will be profitable and go hard right now so that can be valuable but if you're too stressed out like if you get into, if we think about fight, flight and freeze, if you get into freeze mode and you're just so anxious or you're depressed and you just don't get out of bed, then that's when you need to get and use that broaden and build theory and get some positive emotion going so that you can actually get up in the day. So it kind of depends on where you are on that scale, but understanding what's motivating you and what's driving you. And then you can't be, it's not healthy for your body physically. If you're in stressed out mode, even if you're laser focused, but if you're constantly going, you're going to reach burnout. So I think you have to balance everything and find the different phases in your business and in your life so that you're creating good opportunities and you're actually taking care of your body as well. Mm, yeah. Can you talk just a little bit more about that? Um, I'm a huge fan of, um, you know, well, let me tell you what I'm not a fan of. Hustle, 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 grind, 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 work, 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 work. And no, you're not allowed time, you know, to watch, uh, you know, a, a, a TV show with your f- friends or spouse or whatever. Right. And it's like, you know, I am unashamedly a fan of different TV series. And my wife and I love that because we chat about it and we have fun together. And that's like, I work in that moment is the furthest thing from my brain. But because I do that, I am, I, when I'm at work, right. And, and you know, I, I want to be at as close to hundred percent as possible. If I'm trying to just like, you know, for, I was talking to a friend and he was like, oh, I went on a cruise and, you know, I just couldn't stop looking at my phone. Cause I was constantly answering all these work emails. I'm like, well, then it doesn't sound like you had much of a vacation to recharge. And so if I did that and I came back from that kind of vacation, I feel like I would, you know, I got no benefit from that, from a, when I'm, in a meeting, when I'm working with my team, they deserve the best of me, just like my family deserves the best of me in that off time. Um, I'll let I'll let you take the stage on that topic because I know you've got some thoughts there. Yeah, so I think it's interesting you talk about going on vacation and things like that. You, it's a fine balance. They've done research, so your subconscious mind can all can actually process way more information than your conscious mind. So it's really important for you to take breaks and you're, it doesn't mean you're not working because especially nowadays where we're knowledge workers, you're constantly, your brain, even if you're watching TV or you're relaxing on a cruise, your brain is constantly but subconsciously working through problems and things like that. And so, and it's actually doing a much better job because it can process so much more information than your conscious mind can. So it's really important to take those breaks to rest a little bit. And then I, there's this other theory. So Martin Seligman is one of the founders of positive psychology, and he came up with the PERMA model, which is a model for subjective well-being, which is basically happiness. But that model has been linked to better work uh, results, basically, and commitment within organizations, in addition to just basic happiness. And so, and one of some of those components, it's called the PERMA model. P is stands for positive emotion. So if watching a show with your wife gives you positive emotion, that's good. And it can lead to better things in your life. E is engagement. So that's working on, that's basically getting in flow, but it's working on projects that really that challenge you, but they're not stressful and they really make you, make you think. Uh, R is for relationships. So you talked about your wife. 
uh, and the other person that was on a cruise with his family, but he's not, he's not investing in those relationships. And so if all you're doing is just working, 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 but you're not happy one, what kind of life is that you might have money, but what else do you have? And again, going back to Barbara Fredrickson, the broaden and build theory, happiness, working on things that bring us joy actually can make us more productive, can make things easier and ultimately can give us more money. Um, And just to finish out the last two of the PERMA model, M is for meaning. So doing something that's bigger than yourself. Some people get that through their business. Maybe you're active in your community and church, things like that. And the last one is accomplishment. So having goals, striving to those. And a lot of those are, if you're a business owner, you're probably getting a lot of those from your business, but there are some key things you know, maybe your business isn't always fun. And so you do need to make sure you're putting things in your business and in your personal life that bring you joy. And you're definitely investing in those relationships because those are important for subjective well-being. Mm-hmm. You know, so obviously a lot of folks who are listening to us right now are in a position where they've got teams, they've got, uh, you know, employees, they've got folks that they are responsible for. And we want to inspire well-being because if we don't create, if, if we create an environment where it's all just transactional and work and it's not fun, it's not like it, it's, it's all again, kind of more just hustle and grind vibe as opposed to, um, you know, there's meaning behind what we do. What maybe, um, you know, just kind of, you know, aside from that or, or inclusion, including that, um, what are some, maybe some principles that leaders should be mindful when we think about, you know, having a great workplace culture and inspiring, you know, a, an environment where people love to be there and they're thriving and they're creating abundance and we're co-creating great stuff together. Absolutely. I would definitely go back to the PERMA model. So positive emotions. I mean, what kind of, you can do fun things and they can be simple. It can be as simple as maybe you write a handwritten letter or you send an email, but you take one minute, let's say five minutes. I don't know how big your team is out of your day and send an email or a handwritten note to one of your employees, thanking them for the work they do and specifically saying how amazing they are. Just think of how much positive emotion that's going to give to that person. And quite frankly, it's going to give you a lot of positive emotion. We often think that when we do good things for others, it's only for their benefit, but try it, go do something good for somebody and it will make you feel really good for that day. And you'll see ripple effects within your organization. So that's for positive emotion, for engagement or flow. I think people people are getting burnt out. So I, I wanna say this advice with, with caution, but actually what, where people find engagement is from doing difficult work. And so I think a lot of times we try to optimize to make things really easy, but when things are easy, they're boring. And when people are bored, they move on. We, we want to learn, think of, you know, most people want to grow in their career, but to grow in your career, you need to have, be learning things and be able to advance. And so investing in your your people, helping them learn new things, but trying to create alignment where it's not just learning for your sake and your company's sake, but finding that synergy where it's something that they want to grow in and something that involves their strengths, what they're passionate about, what they can be engaged in. And you don't want to just drop a project on the lap, their lap. You want to scaffold it. And so give them the tools, the mentorship that they need to help them succeed. So those are just two tips. I could go into more if we have more time and I'm happy to, um, but I don't want to take up too much time. But I think just those right there would be so helpful. You know, um, I, we've gone through a lot. And I think a lot of folks that were listening to us, like, oh, the PERMA model, I don't need 
I suspect, Rachel, that they that someone could go to your website and, and they could find more information about this. Your website is moneyhackingmama.com, M-A-M-A.com. Um, um, what resources uh, do you have at your website or what would you recommend they do, particularly if they're like, okay, whoa, that sounded really, really good. I want to dive more into this. Absolutely. So on my website, if you go to my homepage, I have an optimizer quiz. So it tells people what their optimizer personality is. And we'll give them resources after they take that of what tools that they need based on their personality. And I also recently created a course called Optimize Your Life Academy, where I go into depth into things that can help people increase their happiness and increase their success through things like productivity, time management, using these models that I've taught to help get over imposter syndrome, help them boost their confidence, help them understand that it's not success or happiness. They can have both. And all of that information, I have a free webinar. If you go to moneyhackymama.com slash webinar, um, and it gives my three secret strategies for optimizing your life for success and happiness. Rachel Jimenez, thank you so much for this moneyhackingmama.com forward slash webinar. Is that right? Is that the URL? Mm -hmm. Yep. Great, great. Yeah, definitely grab that. Go go to Rachel's website. Thank you so much. I I love... you know, these, these occasional episodes where we really get to focus on self-care and mindset and, you know, especially being thoughtful about the people that we work with and certainly, you know, again, being thoughtful of our family and, and being thoughtful of ourselves, Rachel, I really, really appreciate our conversation. Yeah, so happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.